0: Hello and welcome to the Monaco Weekly. I'm Fernando Gusto Pacheco, and for today's show I speak with Bob van den Uert, CEO of Hong Kong-based Langen Hospitality Group. This year is said to be the best performance in history for the group across its 32 hotels in four continents. Bob tells me a little bit more about it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, um, Fernando. It's great to be here. I'm a great fan of Monocle, and really lovely to have the time to chat with you and indeed your your readers. Um, look, I've been with Langham now for 25 years, and um, I started in uh, in Boston, um, and then from Boston, I went to Hong Kong, did different roles, different positions, worked in different parts of the world, um, came to London. Uh, to manage our Langham London here, and indeed overseeing our hotels in the United States and the Middle East and Europe. Um, And of course, now I've recently gone back to Hong Kong uh, to take over the helm of the group, and uh, it's a privilege to to do so.
0: So, Bob, you've mentioned before that you've used to work quite close to the Langham, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. When I started my career, I think I was um, 20, uh, 20 years of age and I was working in this hotel across the street from us here, the St. George's Hotel. I was in charge of breakfast in those days and every morning I would look out of the window Um, at this hotel. It was the Langham Hilton in those days and I always thought, gosh, if ever I can work at a hotel like that. So it's great that I've now come full circle um, and not only having worked at the Langham London, but now actually overseeing the whole Langham group. It's very exciting and and it's a dream come true.
0: How do you see hospitality now? I, I know the industry has been through very difficult years because of COVID but I see a resurgence there.
1: Yeah, um, great question, um, looking at our numbers, um, it's going to be a record year for us, um, we're very encouraged with the trends that we're seeing, Our US hotels are doing particularly well uh, with record um, revenues and indeed here in London. Um, China and Hong Kong will take a little bit more time to get back at 2018 levels, which is before COVID and before the Hong Kong protests. Um, And indeed, Australia is still in this near recession with high inflation. And I think people have less disposable income there. And we're hurting a little bit in Australia. But overall, as a group, um, we're seeing that more people are traveling. We're seeing that corporate, particularly regional travel, is very much back. Corporate events are back. And then the leisure end of the market particularly out of the united states is also back so uh, we're very happy where we are and to indeed posting a record year after COVID is great to be seeing that
0: what about london i know some markets are taking their time a bit longer to recover but what about the city we are at right now
1: (laughs) this is where it all started for us um this is basically a flagship hotel uh, we've named our company after this hotel, uh, the Langham Hotel, uh, situated right here on Langham Place. And indeed it was um, opened in 1865. It's one of the very first grand hotels here in Europe with um, beautiful rooms but moving elevators, running water, air conditioning. Uh, and really it set the tone in the luxury market in those days. And I think We are still doing that today um, with what we're doing, not just in this hotel, but indeed around the world. Um, We're doing very well um, with the Langham London here. Business here is also uh, back. We're seeing a really good uh, influx of uh, American travelers, uh, Europeans, and indeed the Middle East um, has come back as well.
0: Of course, even, you know, an iconic hotel like the Langham has to update sometimes. And I know there's quite a lot of new highlights about the hotel. What can you tell us, Bob?
1: Yeah, well Fernando, we'd like to say that Langham as a brand is quite playful. We want people to have a good time here. We don't take ourselves too seriously and I think within our restaurants and bars, that's a really perfect way for us to offer um, our guests um, a way to have a good time with us. So particularly in this hotel, we're very proud of the overall restaurant and bar offering. Of course, we have our award-winning artesian bar. Um, a couple of years ago we opened the Wickmore, a uh, quintessentially English pub. Uh, I love the Wickmore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm super proud of that. It's, it's turned into a very iconic neighborhood bar in a very short period of time. And of course you can have a, a great uh, cheese toastie there with a, a glass of wine or a, or a pint of beer. All very affordably priced. Um, If you're looking for great cocktails of course you can go to our artesian bar where we have a whole team of mixologists that um, can make you uh, a classic martini or something a bit more exotic and our artesian bar of course has been uh, voted best bar in the world by Drinks International and the top 50 best bars um, for many years running so we're very proud of that. Uh, We recently partnered with Angelo Seto in Artesian Bar. He's got his own uh, joint in Soho, uh, Yakitori uh, Cuisine. So you can have not just a cocktail, but you can pair it with Angelo's uh, Yakitori dishes as well. So we've got these two great bars. Of course, we still have Michel Roux here as well, who's overseeing the entire um, restaurant and bars for us in the hotel. And uh, recently, indeed, we announced a a new partnership uh, with Jean-Francois Piège. Um, He currently runs his restaurant in Paris called Mimosa. It's a French Riviera kind of cuisine, um, which he's gonna bring here to London now. It's all done in a very casual setting, but really good food. He's got two Michelin stars in Paris, and I'm sure he's hopeful that he can uh, bring that here to London as well. And then, of course, finally, we have our afternoon tea. Um, you know, Fernando, this was the first hotel in the United Kingdom to be serving afternoon tea. And um, we're really proud of that. It's won many awards since. And if you just go there uh, any afternoon, it's um, not easy to get in. The pastries are very well thought through by Andrew Gravett and his team. He's our head pastry chef uh, but it's just a great experience, beautiful pastries, nice teas uh, with our tea sommeliers and we're really proud of that. Oh and I must also say we have a cooking school here too uh, called Sauce. Um, if you want to learn the tricks of the trade and um, want to hear it direct from Michel Roux um, you can actually uh, book Um, your seat in our cooking school and have an experience with Michel Roux as well.
0: I mean, the location of the Langen is great. Wow.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And you know, I I used to live just around the corner here in uh, Malabon. And uh, I'd like to say that really we're at the center of four villages. You know, you've got Malabon, Fitzrovia, Mayfair and indeed Soho. And all of that is within five minutes um, walking distance. So I can't think of a better hotel in a better location than we are.
0: What about next year? Are there plans for new openings that are going to keep what you have and improve it? How do you see 2024 at the moment? Yeah, so
1: right now we have 32 hotels around the world um, over four continents. Um, and we have 12 hotels in the pipeline to be opening over the next uh, couple of years. We've got a beautiful hotel coming up in Venice. And it sits right on Murano Island, um, on the lagoon, um, and it used to be an old glass factory, which we are taking down. Uh, it's a listed building. We're taking it down, storing it, and then once we're done, we rebuild it. And that whole hotel overlooks the lagoon, but also has a beautiful courtyard and with this amazing swimming pool. And uh, I think that hotel is going to do really well. Uh, it's a great location, and the design is by Matteo Toon, and we've got Richmond involved, and Martin Brzezinski. So I think it's going to be a really um, great combination of architects and designers uh, to build a great Langham for us. We also have other hotels coming up. Uh, in San Francisco, we're doing something in Ropongi Hills. Uh, Kengo Kuma is doing the architecture for us there. We have Seattle in the U.S. Um, that we we'll hope to open in the next couple of years. We have Riyadh in Saudi Arabia that's a really interesting project it's part of the UNESCO um, heritage project where the Raya Gate um, is uh, an area in Riyadh um, where we'll be opening our hotel in the new part of that what they call right on the Champs Elysees um, of Riyadh next to the new National Opera House. So I think that's going to be a spectacular opening. And never got many other hotels in, in China um, that were opening as well.
0: And I just want to go by very quickly to Hong Kong. How are you seeing Hong Kong as well? Because I know there's been challenges, but there are a lot of glimpses of optimism now for next year, right? Especially when it comes to hospitality, tourism, retail...
1: Yeah, so last time I was in Hong Kong was during COVID um, and it was a very difficult place to live and having come back there now, and I've been there for three months now uh, for my new role, I've got to tell you, Fernando, it's a very relaxed kind of like atmosphere. People have really uh, moved on. Uh, from everything that's happened in the past um, and I'm making the most of it. And I'm actually having a really good sense of Hong Kong right now. The government is coming up with lots of great new initiatives. They've introduced new night markets um, that are popping up all over Hong Kong. Um, And indeed, there's some great festivals. We had the Wine and Dine Festival recently. We had the um, uh, Clock and Flap Music Festival Um, and indeed we had the gay games as well in the last couple of weeks and all of these events were very well attended uh, and people had a really good time and if I look at our numbers in our hotels we're also seeing uh, an upward trend there we're not quite yet at 2018 levels you know pre COVID and pre the protests that we had, but I'm confident that next year we can get much closer to those numbers. And of course, it helps that the border with China is is open and we're having lots of uh, mainland Chinese coming to Hong Kong uh, for their weekend breaks and indeed their, their holidays. It is still a very good place to come uh, for shopping and good food and just to relax for the weekend or during
0: the week. for, for that matter. That was Bob Vandenwood, CEO of the Langen Hospitality Group. The Monaco Weekly was edited by Dominic Gozo and Marielle Bavin. Thank you very much.